Welcome to episode 165 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. It's another video pod. You can see us. Woohoo! What? Uh, <laughs> who would have thought? This week, we're talking about mandatory movies where each host got to demand that the other hosts watch one movie for specific reasons that involve award ceremonies, Oscar ceremonies. We're going to do our own Oscar ceremony called Not the Oscars You Deserve uh, in a couple weeks. It's so uh, it's. The award show of the season. Uh, yeah, it's what everybody We're going to do a red carpet beforehand, so make sure everybody wears something nice. Um, mine will be very revealing, cut very deep up the thigh. Sure, but yeah, I know we only, do, we only do chest up, so you're not yeah. going to really get the full picture. I appreciate you letting us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I appreciate the week's notice. Yeah, that's yeah I just wanted you to know so you could prepare accordingly. So the movies we were demanded to watch were Elvis, Avatar, The Way of Water, and Tar. Now, I've seen all three of these. Drew, with you, have you seen all three? I also saw the two bonus movies. Uh, wow. Crazy Beast and uh, what was God the bless you. Elephant Whisperer. I would like to use Drew's extracurricular activity to balance out my misunderstanding idiot. of the word mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> so, Crawford, you saw Elvis. I saw Elvis. Well, to be clear... I saw everything but the last five minutes of Elvis because my power went out. For two weeks, your power went out? No, last night. It happened last night, and I didn't get a chance. You saw Tar. I saw everything but the last 20 minutes of Tar. I had to stop to come on a stupid podcast. Should we push? Should we push this to Friday? But you you obviously, you saw Avatar The Way of Water. I'll never see Avatar The Way of Water. I'll die on this hill. You had one rule. It was mandatory. I won't do it. It was in the title. <laughs> Literally, your catchphrase for 165 episodes has been, you have to listen to me. My name's in the title. The, well, cards on the table. So I went, I, when, I, when I knew I had to go watch Avatar, The Way of Water, I was so pissed. And I was so mad at Drew with you for being a dumb, stupid idiot and making me watch this. So I found the cheapest movie theater I could find. I got nice. a ticket for $8. And to go see this movie. That hurts uh, me from 10 years ago. That hurts me so hard. (laughs) Right? I bet, I mean, I bet double that is like the going rate at a nice cinema. Inflation, am I right? Welcome to NPR. Thanks a lot, Biden. Anyways. uh, And then we got about 38 seconds into the movie and then the projector broke. (laughs) Oh, good. Well, you get what you pay for. Exactly. I got a (laughs) refund to go back to this terrible movie theater. Nice. That I probably will never use. So I paid well, more money than I I paid even more money than I ever wanted to to see this. That's movie. how James Cameron gets you. So I'm gonna go first. The movie that I made you guys watch was Elvis, and it was for Austin Butler's Same. performance okay. as Elvis. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I think it's the best one of the year. I don't really think it's close. I think that he is far and away than the lead for a best performance in a I think musical slash comedy is what this is going to come oh, okay. out to. But I would just say in general, he's had the best performance of the year, in my opinion. Did you guys walk away with the same vibe? And then also, did you like the movie? I, I thought the performance was incredible. I think part of me kind of had had a chip on my shoulder because uh, I've heard stories that he like can't get out of character now. Yeah, and I'm he like, talks like Elvis now. Yeah, yeah. Is he's... that a bit, or do y'all no, believe it? You think it's? I think he might have gone full Daniel Day Lewis. Like, this is who I am now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's uh, like you you mentioned. I think when you first saw Elvis, Kyle, that at the end they intercut him yeah. performing in a suit. 
with actual I didn't see Elvis. that part. And- <laughs> <laughs> my my, oh, uh, my, Drew, my makes movie literally difficult. stopped as Tom Hanks with his terrible accent was like <laughs> The last time I saw him play, he and then like stopped. I have to admit, Tom Hanks's performance was tough to sit for yeah. two and a half hours of. Yeah. But I love that they chose to him to be the narrator and also kind of the main character. Like the Elvis story yeah. through his perspective was an interesting choice. I think it's yeah. the only way that that. That was one of the best biopics I've ever seen, and it was because it wasn't like, here's a history lesson of this person. It was just yeah. like, here's a crazy drug morphine-induced dream of kind of this person's life. So we yeah. can take a lot of narrative freeway with this of like, we're here. Now we're over here. Now you're seeing it from this perspective. Can you trust what I'm saying? No. The one thing I also loved Austin Butler's performance, to be clear, thought he was great. I was very impressed. He should not do any more scenes where he has to cry. Oh, he did bad. He did bad crying. And the last one, the last one, when he's sitting on the steps and his wife is leaving him, that was more believable. Him sitting in um, the mother's closet rubbing the dress on his face and he's just making like this is what humans sound like when they cry sounds like it's like what an alien would be like this is how (laughs) humans cry (laughs) that was the one moment where i was like oh you shouldn't do that anymore he should just be silently shaking and making no more sounds because all his other sounds were amazing singing sounds good sounds yeah Real Let me ask you this. Number one, is there a better performance than Austin Butler's? And number two, did Tom Hanks ruin the movie for you? Uh, does Colin Farrell's eyebrows and Banshees of Anishirin count? Crawford, I direct it to you. Is there a performance <laughs> you've seen better? And then did Tom does Hanks ruin the movie for Brendan you? Brendan Gleeson's fingers in Banshees of Anishirin count? It's just like, it's like we can't just do... A normal thing. <laughs> I I will say this. I I do really want to see. I watched Brendan all the Fraser. <laughs> I do want to see Brendan Fraser in the whale. I've heard yeah, that, that is really good. So yeah. But from the rest of the list, I mean, yeah. From Austin what you've Bowie seen, did, yeah, he did better than Colin Farrell. I haven't seen Bill Nye in Living yet, and I don't know what After Sun is. I'm not going to see it. I don't care. Um, maybe, maybe in an equally as good performance, but. One I liked less because the per- character is less likable was Tar, uh, the titular character played by Kate Winslet. That's Kate not who it was played by, and we're talking about a Kate different Blanchett. thing. We got to finish Elvis. Did yeah. you guys? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was trying. To... And and the other Segway. thing on did did Tom Hanks ruin it? Um, he, oh, he tried. He tried his best. But, he tried his best uh, to read it. I feel that. But I you need you need a weird character in a Boz Lerman movie. Otherwise, like sure. everybody's weird. I also love yeah. that he did use the the bad creepy count from Moulin Rouge. He was back yeah. Yeah. Um, as Elvis's dad. Also, if I were to watch this movie again, I would absolutely play a drinking game where you drink every time the word snow is said anywhere Boy. in the movie. Because yeah. you you will get uh, drunker uh, uh, than uh, 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 than Tom Hanks's character. We're all just gonna sound like Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then Drew, with you, your movie was Avatar. I watched it. I think you want us to watch it for best picture and best visual effects. 
sound. It was best visual effect, not sound. Best sound. I mean, I get it. The I I don't like I I don't get it, man. I I say I get, I didn't get it. Uh, the visual effects it. were good. Definitely not the best movie of the year. Not even close. I can think yeah. of fifteen better movies, twenty five better movies. I can Do think of one hundred and five better movies. Say them now alphabetically. <laughs> See how they run. Okay. Wow. wow we're starting out. with an S. Gonna hurt me. <laughs> with S. Yes. Uh, so okay. I, uh, but, yeah, I don't but, get what like we did. The, the creatures, like the the whale, the tulkoon, that whaling storyline didn't didn't bring a tear at all to your eye. Boy, was no, it scary truly. at least when the when the whale was attacking and then a bigger whale came up and ate the smaller whale? I think whale? you wanted us to watch it for best picture, right? Or best visual effects? Visual effects. Or you just being you just being contrarian no, and want us just to watch it. Well, mainly that one, obviously. Yeah. But <laughs> secondary to that was the visual effects and I was trying to bring up the whales as a visual effect. Um because pretty yeah. much every character in that is a visual effect. Sure. I don't... Uh, Did you I, not feel brought into the world at all? No? Did you, like did, you see it, did you see it in 2D in your terrible theater? Or did you see it in 3D? That's a good point. I saw it in 2D. I saw it in 2D, and I that was still maybe too much. Is there, if there's a 1D version out there, I think if I could just listen to the sound... Or maybe just see a silent film. There's maybe a, that would do some more. Eight, like, oh, it's an exciting story. Maybe I could like maybe make up a story that might actually be exciting. There's um, an eight bit pixel version of it out there somewhere. Um, yeah, I just, drew with I you. Did you see it in 3D or did you see it in 2D? Yeah, I saw it in IMAX 3D, 4D seats with the thing. Just <laughs> shy of going to Disney World. Um, my ticket was like forty five dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> And your projector also broke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I bought two, uh, but no, I, I I'm surprised that you didn't you don't you didn't get brought into the world at all because for a movie that's like 100% CGI, I thought it did a really good job of not hurting my eyes while watching a ton of things happen on the screen. No, I get that. The whole point of it though was like Oscar, not like best. This was the best at something. I didn't feel like that movie was the best at anything. I didn't. I didn't feel like it was the best story. I didn't think it was the best graphics. I didn't think it was the best acting. I didn't think it was mm-hmm. the best anything. I thought it was a movie that was made that I didn't want to watch, but I had to watch it unless you're supposedly handsome, Drew. In which case, you just didn't watch it. I'm um, a bad boy cop. I'm the bad boy of podcasting. I play by my own <laughs> rules. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that about you. Turn in your um, headphones and your mic. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> So let's take this now to Tar, which Crawford wanted us to watch Tar specifically for Kate Blanchett and yeah. her uh, her role as forget her full name, but Tar, um, Lydia Tar. Thank you. And that's one of the weirdest movies I've seen this year. But I get why she's getting Oscar considerations yeah. for lead actress because I thought she did a great job. I didn't get the movie. I don't know what the point is i'm i'm not even sure the last like third of the movie was in real life and it wasn't made up in her head i don't know what to think about this movie but i know that i didn't like the movie i didn't enjoy watching the movie but i thought she did a really great job so i i i I was trying to put together like a short list of uh lead actresses who i thought performed better than her uh that i'd seen this year and i and i 
couldn't come up with one off the top of my head because uh, that was a pretty that was a pretty great performance by Kate Blanchett. I think that was one of the best displays of si- subtle psychopath I've ever seen. Mm, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And she's got little ticks throughout where she's doing stuff that you're like, that was weird. And then like the way she manipulates people and you're just like, that was, that was mean. And then you're like, Oh, you didn't feel anything when you did that. Huh? When she like emotionally abuses an eight year old girl just because like she was mean to her daughter. She's like, no one will ever believe you. I was like, you are not supposed to ever say that to a child. Like, Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, and it keeps building, right? As you go throughout the movie, and she's trying to do this like big professional undertaking, and then is able to compartmentalize that so well into also being like unfaithful to her partner, also to like destroying yeah. people's lives, also to like not caring that like people are dying around her and stuff. Like that was. And that was not the main, like, it didn't seem like that was the main driver of the movie. That's why I say it was, like, subtle psychosis. Like, it's not until you get to the end that you get all these little vignettes right on top of each other that you're like, hey, I don't think she's okay. You know, I think this is one of those movies that is, like, written and directed and, like, someone signs on to it because it's like, this will get you an Oscar nomination. I don't think it's like, oh, you're going to love playing this character. Oh, this will be a really good movie. I think it's like, Hey, if you do if you do a decent job of this, like you're probably getting an Oscar nom. <laughs> like that's yeah. kind of was the signing on point because I don't know what the heck the point is of this movie. I don't really know why I I don't know why it was made. I don't know like I'm sure there's a bigger theme out there. I just couldn't figure it out. Maybe I'm an idiot, but uh, but she was great. She yeah. was great, and that was I think your your first thought of like this is like Black Swan esque. I thought was yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty spot on that you nailed that from the trailer. Um, so good on you. I, I do guess. a whole bit on watching trailers. It's kind of my thing. You do, <laughs> you do. Drew, what would you think of the movie? Yeah, no, I agree with everything y'all said. I think you know we've we've talked about Kate Blanchett. I've I've been looking at my phone to make sure I don't get any other names wrong. I would hate to to err on a something recorded for posterity um, again. But uh, other things that I liked about the movie, I thought Nina Haas did a good job as her wife very believable as somebody who's not dumb but also you know is trying to make it work and trying to keep her family together while also being suspicious and i thought that dynamic was really good and it gave kate planchette's character a lot of obstacles um for her that she had no problem manipulating and working around but in and what seemed like a believable way when she's trying to get uh, the celloist you know, on her team, mm-hmm. and she like she gets some pushback and then immediately drops it. And yeah, they're like, whoa, 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 let's let's talk about it. It was really like, like you said, I don't know if sociopath is the right word, but like it was scary. High functioning how... sociopath. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It was really scary how ready she is to just because she knows I can't be the one to bring her on, so I need other people to. I don't know. It was it was very thought provoking, but it was a very uncomfortable movie to watch, pretty much yeah. from start to finish. Um, her there was a lot of long shots, like her yeah uh, with Max, uh, the student that she's teaching, 
and like that, I, was that all one shot it <laughs> seemed like it I, it may have cut a couple times but that whole scene was just attention building i, I think mm-hmm. that movie was just tense all the way through yeah and it, so i yeah i i Crawford, that I don't know if you'd seen it beforehand, but I appreciated it being one of your three picks. No, I hadn't. I just was interested in it because it was in like <laughs> it was in like six different um, categories for Oscars. So I was like, it's got to have something going for it, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to have some more time to think on it, but I think it might be one of the really best movies. Like, you're not gonna feel good at the end of it and go like, oh man, I, what a great time at the cinema. But you're gonna yeah. walk away going like, "Wow, like that was a really lot cool piece of art." Yeah, a lot to unpack. It was a piece of art. Uh, That's a good point. Also, really good Elephant Whisperer. Totally. Did you a like different it? Different thing. I did. It was yes. kind of like a cute story. Tell me you watched Elephant Whisperer, but you didn't see two thirds of the other movies you're supposed to watch. No, I didn't watch Elephant Whisperer. How <laughs> 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 that it's... makes it better or worse, actually. <laughs> It's like a polar opposite story of Tar um, in the sense that it follows just uh, a two... The elephant hates music? Elephants. <laughs> <laughs> and they they grow to love each other and they get another elephant and then they lose the first elephant. And it's hey, just, it's, I gotta go watch well, Ant-Man. Y'all the finish up without alive. me. Okay. No, we... The elephant's fine. I just had to go to a different caretaker. Um... <laughs> But I would recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's for free. There's literally no reason for you to not watch it. There... <laughs> I love that Kyle didn't end that. So uh, thanks for watching this episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. Uh, this has been a little preview of the Oscars and the Mandatory Pods. And you should go watch these movies and watch um, a lot of other movies. And stay tuned for our Not the Oscars You Deserve. And we'll tell you what Kyle thinks about Ant-Man when we get back.